Welcome to a brand new episode of Pitch Intense. Uh, this is the first week of August. Big movies coming out this week. We are very excited. This is the podcast where two cinephile movie friends get together. We talk a little bit about movies, and then at the end of the show, one of us pitches a movie to the other one. Yeah. Will it get greenlit? Maybe. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Although so far we're at 100%. We are. So we are very, doing very good at greenlighting our movies. Uh, I am your host, Mark, and this is my lovely co-host. Jacob. How you doing, Jacob? I'm good. How about you, Mark? I'm doing very well. How was your uh, How was your weekend? Uh, my sister got married, so that was cool. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yep. That's a good uh, premise for a movie. Yeah, it my was. My sister's wedding. Yeah, it was. And maybe you could fall in love with a bridesmaid. Yeah, that that didn't happen. She has no uh, lady friends. Oh, or... she did, but I, 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 none you would want to marry or date. No, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> but that's okay. I like being friends with them, though. Oh, well, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, she got. How old is she? She's nineteen. She got married young. She got married very young. But she's been dating this guy for like five years now, and she met her husband when she was fourteen. Yeah, and he's he's a really good dude. I uh, I like yeah, him a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's good, and he. He's, I'm excited to call him a brother-in-law. I really am. Yeah. And I'm just uh, happy that he's in our lives even more. And um, it kind of, honestly, already felt like he was kind of. Yeah, I imagine if he's been around for five years, yeah. at what point, you know, you might as well just make it official. Mm-hmm. And he's well, a good dude with a good job, and I know he's going to do great things. They're, they will together, you know, so. What's his job? If you can oh, yeah, they work at, Assassin. they both work now. No, no. Um, maybe in secret. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, no, yeah, we wouldn't know. They work at this place in uh, Sheraton, uh, where I'm from, and it's this uh, place called Fatbaggers, and they do uh, custom motorcycle parts. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yep, yep. And Sounds like a cool dude. Yeah, he is. Their whole family's cool, and the, their family also, um, his grandpa owns a motorcycle shop in Sheraton, too, that actually sells the motorcycles, so... Yeah. Oh, so they're bikers. Yeah. Well, yeah, but weirdly enough, they don't really look like it. They they, they like all that motorsports stuff, you know, but they don't. I think so wait, they what don't kind of, like so was it like motorsports and not like Harleys or? It's it's all oh, kind of. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Like, uh, should I get a motorcycle? You could. Actually, before the wedding with uh, uh, Cameron's dad, I was riding around their place and we were in like this uh, four wheel thing. It's called like a. Forget the name of it, but it's like a box a car. Is it called a car? Kind of. It's like an extreme golf cart. Kind of. Oh. You know, one of those things. Well, that should yeah. be a sport. It was. I know. It was fun. But extreme. I, I want one cars. now. But I drive around town. Yeah. <laughs> I would drive. What, what else do you? Uh, what else would you want to drive? Oh, out of anything. Yeah. Oh man, a NASCAR, obviously. This is actually a really good segue into yeah. what I wanted to talk about. Oh, what's that, Mark? This weekend, uh, I binged Twisted Metal. Oh, that's right. I meant to watch that, but I just got so busy. Yeah, it sounds like it's stuff going on. It is phenomenal. Really? I heard it was good. It is so good. It's way better than what I thought a Twisted Metal TV show would mm-hmm. be. Because, you know, you're taking a concept that really has no plot. It's just cars shooting guns at each other. Yeah, and I'll be honest, that trailer that came out a while back, that didn't impress me. I thought it looked fun. Yeah. I thought it did a good job conveying the tone that it wasn't supposed to be taken seriously. Uh-huh. Um, but it was just funny because it was like Anthony Mackie came out. Then half the trailer was him like opening it up, and I was like, "Oh no! If they're doing that, that might not be good." <laughs> no, it's it's so good. Good. I cannot recommend it enough. It's funny because now that we're talking about this, because we we've talked about it before, like you know, comic book movies aren't doing what they were before <laughs> in game. Yeah. We were talking about before we even, uh, started if we were going to go see. Blue Beetle. I, of course, am, but... Yeah, I'm going to see it, too. You're not going to be able to go opening night. Probably think, not, no. Because the Iowa State Fair is a big deal here, and mm-hmm. especially for radio people. Yep. So, uh, I get that, but... Uh, so, it's like, is... I feel like the... The comic book renaissance, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, that, that that's done. People yeah. are no longer... Clamoring for more comic book stuff. I think they're kind of... they. It feels like they've kind of hit that peak where it's just like, all right, we've seen enough. Uh-huh. Now, now you're appeasing regular comic book fans, which is fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But the video game 
has started picking up. Yeah, yeah. Because we've had Sonic movie, two Sonic movies yep. we both liked. Yeah. That have done well. Uh-huh. I, I think the second one did well. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a Sonic 3. Aren't they doing yeah. a Knuckles movie too? Like, uh, it's like a show, actually. Oh, like a there you go. Paramount Plus show. So they're doing a Knuckles show, Sonic sh- a movie. It's like a cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah, Mario got a. I mean, Mario's the biggest movie of the year so far, yeah, still, I think, yep. right? Yep. And now Twisted Metal. It's mm-hmm. just, so now we're at the age where just video games are just, and we've already did, if you guys want to hear, we did we did back a couple months ago where we discussed when Mario came out, what video game movies we wanted to see. I believe you mm-hmm. said Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that was a pitch of mine, actually. Yeah, was it? Was a full yeah. pitch, yep. I don't remember yeah. what my pitch was. In here. I don't know, but yeah. But anyway, highly recommend it. Oh, I can't I wait to watch it, Mark. very shocked how really? much I liked it. Yes, it's really funny. Oh. Uh-huh. Really, yeah, it's just... It's just not serious. It's not taking itself seri- yeah. serious. Um, I, I again, I was just very, very excited. And the best part is, yeah, this is gonna sound almost sound like a criticism. It's ten episodes. They're only thirty minutes apiece. It's like kind of fly. I like that. Yeah, it's not like uh, I remember when like Daredevil and all those would come out. And I'd binge them over a weekend and. I, once you get to like episode seven or eight, it starts to feel like a chore. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, <laughs> I'm just. But this did not feel that way. Oh, good. This I I blew th- I blew through the show. I enjoyed the show the whole time. It built up the car combat in a very, very unique way, mm-hmm. um, which I did not at first. I didn't see it coming. Like I was like, you know, it's just. It, you know, I didn't feel like they were doing that, but then. And then after a while, you start putting it. I was like, "Oh, I know where this is headed." Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want to spoil anything, but again, very, very uh, enjoyed it very much, and I recommend it. Uh, you'll like it. Oh, I can't wait! More. Oh, we also had Last of Us this year. Yeah, that that too. Which, that was one of the biggest shows. Yeah, yeah. Which is you know, so yeah, it's just a it's been a big year. It so, has. I video think you're games right. Taking over. I think that's true, Mark. And I, I don't think comic book movies will ever fully go away. No. I mean, People act like this is a new thing in Hollywood, but it's not. Like, think about Westerns. You know, they were huge for a long time. Yeah. And then they just kind of fizzled away, but they're still around. Yeah. You know? And it, well, it's one of those things, too, where I do feel like we've, I think we've talked about this already. I think it's okay to slow down a little bit. Yeah. All the shows, once you got Disney Plus and it, like, having all the Marvel shows on top of everything Mm -hmm. else, it's just like, okay, this is, I'm now burned out. Yeah. Uh, so I do think that they've, I don't know, but I've, I've enjoyed everything. I haven't hated anything. I finished Secret Invasion. I like that. So of course that's the thing is you and I like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've heard, I haven't finished Secret Invasion, but I've heard some people like not like the end, I guess, but I like the end. Nice. I'll probably like it too then. I thought it was fine. I mean, yeah, it's good. It gave me exactly what I wanted. An invasion that was secret. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, whoa, I didn't know that was happening. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Twisted Metal, highly recommend. And Nev Campbell's in it too, right? She is. Oh, good. She is. I'm like trying her. to think if there's anybody else in it that would surprise you. Matthew Lillard. Reprising his ghost face. It's actually a scream movie. Yep. It was weird. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Uh, it was, I just, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it, Mark. Yeah. I, I really, it's just a fun movie, a fun show. I had a lot of fun. I laughed. Uh, cool car combat mm-hmm. and and Will Arnett's like the voice of Sweet Tooth, right? Yes, yeah. and Sweet Tooth is like a um, scene stealing character. Really? Oh, good. He's perfect as like because he's not in it all the time. Uh-huh. He he's just in it periodically uh, when he needs to be, and he's just crazy, and you just you kind of just love him. Yeah, like as a character, like like he's not a like, he's not a good person, mm-hmm. but he like. He's sort of his own person. Yeah. He's like he's on his own team. Uh, but yeah, overall, I really liked it. Yeah, he was great. Everybody's great. Thomas Hayden Church is in it. Oh, he's in it too? Yeah, he's got a really big part now. Too, oh, really? Actually. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's fantastic. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just a post-apocalyptic world, but they have these souped-up cars. Like, a lot of people just have them. And Whoa. Anthony Mackie is really funny in it. I mean, really? there's a lot of really funny stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Anthony Mackie's like, yo, this is Twisted Metal. I was looking, I was like, I was like what did, I don't, I hate to say this now, because I actually really like Anthony Mackie. Oh, he's a great actor, but yeah. Before he was in Captain America, I remember him being like, one of those guys, like, I don't like him. 
Well, he always played mean people in movies. I Did he? Probably, like in Million Dollar Baby, he, he was so mean in that movie. I don't remember oh. that. Oh. Was he part of the group that beat up Jim yeah, Harrison? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he was I, the leader of them, actually. Is he the even, one Morgan Freeman beats up? Yeah, yeah, he's the one he goes after, yeah, in that one scene, yep. Okay, yeah. I, haven't seen, I don't remember that at all. Oh, he's a jerk in that movie. Like, that movie alone, it's like, I don't like this guy. But yeah. then he's in Falcon, and he's, like, really likable. Yeah, yeah. I, it wasn't, yeah, because it's like I could separate uh, a guy playing a mean person over, like, you know, and still, like, not like them. Like, there's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, the dude, the dude who played the... Uh, you know, the horrible kings. There's a couple horrible people in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I didn't watch them like, oh, I don't like him. Uh, it just Sometimes there's just... Mm-hmm. Until they get that role, that I'm like, oh, okay, I see it now. Yeah. I like him. Well, that one guy, I think he quit acting, didn't he? The one that was the Joffrey guy, right? Did he quit acting? I think he quit because he just is like, you know, I got typecast or something. But yeah, every man I, the jerk. Yeah. Well, then the other the other one went on to be uh, Maximus of Madden and Human, so... Oh, it's right, yep. And then he was in some other, like, weird A24 horror movie, which mm-hmm. I never saw. I must not have done well, because uh, <laughs> it's one nobody talks about. Yeah. Uh, but, anyway, good movies. Good Twisted Metal, I recommend. I can't wait to see it, Mark. It's going to be twisted. You know what else you need to go see? What? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, you saw it, right? I did. I saw it last night. I got you a ticket, but again, work got in the way. I'm sorry, Mark. Um, I've been eager to see it, though, and eager to hear it is. I will tell you, because, uh, uh, again, this is not a spoiler or a review podcast. Uh-huh. That being said, here's my quick review of it. <laughs> and I won't get into spoilers. It's it's fantastic. Really? Very funny. Like, yeah? The humor is top-notch. It's so funny. Nice. Uh... As a Ninja Turtle purist like myself, mm-hmm. there's a part of me that they... Every time Ninja Turtles is introduced, their origin is always going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just how that works. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, the most recent run of the comics that comes out, they're like the spirits of like a reincarnated like feudal Japan family. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is very weird. Yeah, which is very different there. but that's written by I think Kevin Eastman who created them so really like, so they they always have like every every time it gets rebooted there's an origin like the origin changes a little bit mm-hmm. and the origin changes in this one and it took me a minute to see if I liked that yeah ultimately I, I became okay with it with what they did it's nothing too drastic I mean I imagine if you don't even know Ninja Turtles you wouldn't realize but that being said, it was fantastic. Everybody, I, I got five tickets as soon as I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, all five of us went. We all loved it. Oh, we good. All, yeah, I've gotten a friend of. There's a part that we quoted that was. It was so weird that we thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's just something they kept saying over and over again, and then my friends, my friend Wes texted me it today, just out of nowhere, because I yeah. didn't tell like. Like, he was like, this is, like, my favorite movie of the year. Oh, like, wow. Like, it's like, you know. Yeah. Like, people that like Ninja Turtles, and if you like this stuff, I mean, you're going to be blown away by it. Oh, I can't wait, Mark. Yeah. So, you're you're going to love it. Was I the, would be shocked if you didn't love it. Was the line, what were you expecting, the Adam Sandler? That is the line. It is? Yes. Oh. <laughs> no. That is not the line. Uh, you'll see. Oh, I can't wait, Mark. Yeah, I'll wait for you to see I'm it. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped to see it. I just, I feel bad I couldn't go yesterday because I've been excited because the trailers have looked great. And I love that animation style they used in the that. very painted. Yeah, it looks so Which cool. is so, yeah, I mean, that's another Spider-Verse thing. Uh-huh. Changed all that. I mean, that's how that looks. Like. It seems like every movie that's done that has been great. Mm-hmm. Like, the Spider-Verse movies were great. Puss in Boots was great. And now this is great. Well, that's the thing, is we were talking about all, all the movies that are supposedly bombing. It's like, the summer movie season didn't really start until Barbie. Yeah. I, I think Guardians did well. Oh, Guardians. Yeah, that made more money than any of the other Guardians, I think. Yeah, so, so Guardians did well. But other than that, it's like, this has been a bad movie, summer movie mm-hmm. season. Uh, until Barbie came out, and Barbie's like huge now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Mario did great. So it's like... I love Mario. Um, animated stuff is... Even, I think, uh, Elemental... Yeah, it kind of and made like, up kind of kept. It was like the little movie that could. Yeah, uh-huh. it kind of kept going, and then now it's like, it's no longer a flop. Did I tell you I saw it? Oh, uh, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I think yeah. you mentioned it. 
You liked it, right? Yeah, it was okay. It was good. I yeah. could see. It's weird because if I would, I, I feel like that's a movie you would take a kid to. Uh huh. And a kid, I think, would be bored. Really? Yeah, it's just it deals with the way it's handled. The way I mean, because it's like a Pixar movie where they're not dealing with you know childish things, mm-hmm. and it's not. I didn't come across super funny to me. Oh, really? Like it's definitely not Pixar's strongest movie. Uh huh. Because for a while there, every Pixar movie came out was like, that's the greatest one. This is this is definitely on the lower end. Uh-huh. Um, but it is very good. I just I just don't think kids would like it. I, oh. I think kids would be bored with it. Yeah. I think adults would get it. I think that adults would like it, and it deals with some like serious stuff, uh-huh. which uh, which I was kind of impressed with. So not really impressed because they're Pixar; they know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, uh, Elemental I really liked. Oh, I need to see it more. Or I liked. I don't know. I really. Yeah, liked it. I recommend it. I didn't hate it. Oh. Uh-huh. Anywho, uh, any other news? Uh, can we hear? Why are you so <laughs> I happy? I thought it was funny because you every time you, you you said you liked it, your score went down a little bit. I liked it. I didn't. Hate uh, you know it. what? I, I don't like it at all. <laughs> I hated that movie. Worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, I'm never gonna go see another movie again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was it was good. Yeah. It was not bad. <laughs> I got you. I also uh, I got to go for work, so oh, that's always a bonus. To, te- yeah, technically, because it was so hot last week. Mm-hmm. Every oh, day it was, it, it was those things like we had to find things to do, but we also had to stay inside. And like, mm-hmm. you know, what we could do. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> is a possibility. Going to the movies. Yeah, I always like doing that. So, uh, yeah, it was great. Awesome. Uh, everybody liked it. Everybody had fun. There's some like some funny parts in it, but uh, I'd be interested in your take when it hits Disney Plus. I'm, I'm gonna watch it then for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Of course, I, I keep telling myself, I, Encanto. I need to watch that on Disney Plus. You love yet. it. Encanto is so good. That's what I hear. I hear it's amazing. I cannot believe you haven't watched. That. I don't know what's going on, Mark. I just haven't. I can't wait till you find out how evil Bruno is. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They, well, that's why they don't even talk why about him. Why they don't him. talk about him, yeah. <laughs> so, I want to do this real quick before we get the meat and potatoes, everything rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, movies got delayed. Yeah, because of the strikes, I So, think. last yeah. week we went through our, yeah, so, but yeah, Gran Turismo got delayed like a week, like which, is weird, yeah, which is weird. Which is weird. So, we already have our tickets for Meg 2. We're going to that tomorrow mm-hmm. night. I cannot wait. I can't either. I have read all those books. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I have, there's one right over there. Oh. What, is, what is that one? That's not the trench. Uh, is it Night Angels? Oh, or Night Stalkers. I couldn't read it. For yeah, I, I think that's what it says. Yeah, it's yeah. like way, way into the series. How many are there? It's five or six. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, now it's. I think it follows the son. The Meg's son. No, oh. you're on the, like the Meg. Yeah, the, you're on like the fourth or fifth generation of Megs in the book. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, there's some out of the preview, which is one of my favorite parts. Uh-huh. So, in the books, and it looks like they're uh, bringing us into the movies, they have this... The, uh, the one of the main characters, I don't think he was even in the movie. I think he was removed from the movie. Um, but he was this, uh, Jonas's wife's... It was Jonas's father-in-law. Mm-hmm. And his dream was to have, like, an enclosure... For whales, yeah. So they could keep and monitor whales, and at the end of it, they lure the Meg in there, and then they end up like trapping it. Really? Yeah. So that's what happens. That's how they get. So anyway, so now they have this Meg, and then they have all these shows uh-huh. where the Megs come in, and and there's a part in the movie or a part in the book where he gets to go like underneath this in this room. It's like in this tunnel, and there's like it's underground and it's uh-huh. next to the cave and there's this a big there's this big um big room with a big glass dome next yeah. to the next to it and pretty much any time like a phone rings and the meg in the thing picks up the vibrations because they have that you know they have they can do that uh-huh and the meg will like be right at the window watching whoa which like like he they, like so it's, and it talks about how like the meg is like super uh Intense and like, yeah, that's kind of like scary. on edge. Well, and then this is in the preview, so I'm not giving it. If you haven't seen Meg Two or you are cutting out spoilers, stop here because. But this is in the preview, so I don't think it's very spoilery. It's also in the books. In the books, what happens is because uh, I think they're like in San Francisco somewhere. They're landlocked, mm-hmm. so it's not like in the and you know they're not out in the ocean. 
some kids break into that room, and they're like goofing around and everything, and mm-hmm. they're like filming the Meg and like, get, like you know, get, like tapping on the window, getting its attention. Like, yeah. Well, then the thing just breaks through the window and eats them. Oh all, my god! Which was so cool, uh-huh. and that's I've seen that in the book movie, uh-huh. like in the trailer. So I'm really pumped for. Um, uh-huh. They did. He did uh, so much cool stuff with it that. That is why I'm so pumped for these movies. I mean, I was kind of disappointed in the first one just because I didn't think it quite got the tone of it right. Yeah. Uh, I really didn't like the ending because in the first book, Jonas is swallowed by the Meg. Oh, really? Yeah, like the Meg, it doesn't chew him up. It doesn't uh-huh. eat him, but it, it gets into his mouth and he's swallowed. And he would always, to prove, nobody believed that he saw a Megalodon. Mm-hmm. So he'd always had like the tooth with him trying to prove it. So he always had this tooth on him. So he uses the tooth to cut through the stomach and then stab it in the heart. Whoa. Which I thought was the coolest thing. And then in the movie, they just used the, the jet ski thing he's on. Yeah. And he, like, slices its chest and it dies. I'm like, that was lame. Maybe he'll do it in the second one, Mark. Maybe, but there's a lot of stuff from this one I've seen. The the, the, the scene with the T-Rex where the Meg yeah. eats that, that was in the very first. That's how the very first book opened. Really? Is where the Meg eats the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Whoa. Yeah, so they are introducing a lot of stuff. There's a really cool thing that involves a home run contest with Major League Baseball. What? Yes, but I'm not going to tell you what happens with that because in case you want to see it. But anyway. Oh, I'm, I'm going, Mark. Yeah, in case, well, maybe he'll use it yeah. also. But <laughs> if you want to know, I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, but no, that's okay. I want a surprise. It is. I love the Meg's books. I love them. I'm so excited. So we got our tickets. But anyway, I got off on a weird tangent because no, it's not weird. I'm, I'm hyped for the Meg too, Mark. So next week it's the last voyage of the Demeter, mm-hmm. and then on the 18th it's Blue Beetles and Strays. Blue Beetles. Oh yeah, Strays. I feel like that we've been watching previews for that for a really long time. Uh, the one with the dogs. And then on the 25th, it's Gran Turismo. I'm so excited. they moved that to that weekend that had no, we were talked about last week. Nothing was coming out. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they didn't think it could compete with. Uh, that's weird. There's really nothing out. There. I wonder if it's because of Barbie and Oppenheimer because they're doing so well. I know? wonder. Also, that's a good point. I mean, they've been doing great. I mean, they're still number one, and I mean, I assume Meg and. Uh, um, Ninja Turtles will probably pass them this week, but they've been holding strong. I don't know if Meg will. I bet Ninja Turtles, especially with word of mouth that and everybody's loving it. And yeah, stuff. I could see Ninja Turtles shooting to the top. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Meg is going to get there. Yeah. Should we make a bet? What? Should we make a bet on this for dinner next week? Oh, um, I think I agree with you, though, Mark. I mean, I don't disagree. <laughs> oh, well, then I win. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I was going to say, I, I don't know what to bet on. <laughs> that's I, a good point. I, I feel the same way. I'm just, I'm pumped for Strays. I'm I am. For... Strays looks all right. I, I think that could be fun. Um, yeah, I like the people involved. I yeah. think it's going to be a good movie. Uh, anyway. But it's not going to shoot to number one, I don't think. It might. People I guess, might just want a comedy. It, I, I wish it was Homeward Bound 3, Mark. It kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is. I, 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 my pitch sadly is not Homeward Bound three. It'd be cool if it was. A chance wouldn't make it at this age. You he could barely so. make it in the first one. Oh, Mark, don't say that. It's no. true. Did you see the first one? Yeah, I know. Who was the voice of Chance? Chance oh, Chance was uh, Michael J. Fox. Yep, yep. Um, it was Michael J. Fox, Sally Field, and somebody else. Was it Sam Elliott? It might have been. It was. What was that dog's name? It was Shadow. Shadow. Yeah. Yep. That was such a... Uh, hang on. I'm going to do some quick research. Homeward on Bound. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Uh, i got to watch that movie again. It's I love been a while. And Mark, you have to watch Homeward Bound and Homeward Bound 2 Lost in San Francisco. Oh! He was the bad guy in Trading Places. Oh, okay. oh I know who he is. Don yeah. Amchi is his, was his name. He's uh, looks like he passed away in... Is it 93? I thought it was... I mean, he sounded like Sam Elliott. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Sam Elliott could play him in the remake. Didn't Sam Elliott die? What? No, Sam Elliott's still alive, Mark. Oh, I'm getting my um, General Ross's confused. Oh. Because he played him in the Eric Bana Hulk. Yep, you're right. Um, Close, Mark. (laughs) What? We were close. Oh. I don't know what you're... Harrison Ford. So anyway, that's pretty much what we wanted to talk about this week. We've got some movie stuff. We've got some exciting stuff. 
Uh, Jacob, you reviewed uh, Haunted Mansion last week mm-hmm. on your podcast. Yeah. Where can we find that? Uh, first in line, sponsored by Vinyl Cup Records, and I liked Haunted Mansion. You did, and yeah. I, you were like the only person in America to see it. I know, I was. Poor well, Disney. It made, it made 12 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, that's what, I mean, that's what everybody was saying. Like, even you, it's like they were echoing you, or they're like, why did this come out in August? Yeah. Or July? Well, one thing I think is funny is just, I I think they did it for streaming, Mark. That's really what do. I said. I've yeah. been saying this. Like, they wanted it on streaming yep. for October. It's and it's going to hit then. Yeah, and I think they kind of, I mean, do you think it would have done better in October? I think so. I think it would have because you're going to have horror movies in October, but I bet all those are going to be PG-13 and R. Yeah, you're going to have Exorcist so you, and... Um, what was this rated? PG, I think. It might have been PG-13. I think it was PG-13, actually, because it does have some heavier moments. It feels like a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, kind of. Those were PG-13. Yeah, so I think it's PG-13. But kids know. could go to it and have a good time, I think, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they could, October 1st, there's nothing that week. Yeah. There's Exorcist. I haven't seen anything on the new Exorcist yet. I saw the trailer. What do you think? Honestly, well, I, I, I... Mark... I'll preface this by saying I've never seen the original Exorcist. It's one of those classics I've never watched, but that trailer made me want to watch the original one. I'd be interested in your thoughts on the original one. I, I want to see it now because I kind of want to see that new one. It looks kind of cool. That is a movie that when my dad my dad gets mad if people watch it. Really? Like that's how much my dad does not want. Like I think he's mad that it exists. Uh-huh. Like, it bothers him that much. Well... Anything with demons and stuff bothers him. I mean, when when you're like, me and him, I mean, you watch that stuff and you believe in it. It's pretty scary, yeah. you know? I mean, it almost adds another level to it, but I I get scared of those movies, but I can enjoy them, too. Well, you know? he got mad at me because I showed my niece and nephew them, uh-huh. and they were like five and six at the time. Oh, that's pretty young. And I kept telling him, like, this is going to happen to you tonight. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, no. I got in a lot of... Anyway, I got in a lot of trouble. Uh, this is going to happen to you tonight. Yeah, that's you. That's going to be you. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I did not do that. Oh, okay. I was like, that's pretty young. I was like, jeez. Anywho. Uh, Exorcist coming out. Yeah. But anyway, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We already are ahead of us. But before we do that, before we get into that, uh, just a reminder, like, subscribe, Share with your friends. We oh, got to get yeah. to us. We got to get to a certain number so we can get the golden pitch out to everybody. The golden ticket. The golden ticket. Yeah. Uh, it's the podcast. It's the pitch that started the whole podcast. We had this idea, and we said that's a great idea. We need to write this down, and then the whole podcast came from that idea. Uh-huh. And we want to share it with everybody. So I want to make sure that if you're listening, make sure you like, subscribe. Make sure if you want to know that this pitch is the golden pitch, mm-hmm. uh, you get we gotta get the word out because we're looking for a specific number. How many? What are we looking for? Fifty million. Fifty million. Just yeah. fifty million people yeah. a week. <laughs> we want fifty million weekly downloads, <laughs> which means I think last week we had one. Yeah. So we got a ways to go. Yeah, we got a little. Not ways. one million. Yeah. Not one. I I feel like Charlie Bucket, where they ask him how many gold tickets he owes. Just one. So, guys, you really need to. We really need to get that out there. If you want to hear. Also, if you do like the podcast, follow us on Instagram. What's our Instagram? Pitch Intense Pod, all one word. And if you are Ninja Turtle, if you love Ninja Turtles, you can't get enough. uh, We put post a link to my first part of my trilogy. That I pitched. Oh yeah! Before we even saw a preview for this new one. Uh-huh. Uh So if you want to hear that, you're welcome to uh, find that, give that a listen. But now that all that's out of the way, all the legal jargon, <laughs> let's get to our good friend Jacob Beals. I want to hear your golden pitch. Well, Mark, I think we mentioned earlier in this episode that the Iowa State Fair is coming. The Iowa State Fair is coming. It's a big deal. And I, I love the Iowa State Fair. I know some people are kind of indifferent about it, but I've always enjoyed it. I think. I have a lot of good memories there, you know. It's just always been a special place to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel kind of, I, I kind of like working there. I think it's kind of fun, you know. It, 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 so well, you're a celebrity. Well, well, I don't know if I'm a celebrity. but You are. I, I think it, it, make, it makes it kind of fun. It's kind of fun to be at the booth and just hang out and say hi to people. But people don't come up to you like, hey, I hear you every morning. And Oh, that happens sometimes, yeah. Because I, we, I, we were talking earlier, a, a, a close co-worker of mine. Uh-huh. She always talks about you, like how she hears you on the air. Mm-hmm. I actually tried to set you two up. 
Yeah. And then uh, uh, she was like, no, and then vomited everywhere. Oh, really, like the like, exorcist. Yeah, <laughs> and her head started spinning. The idea of dating you was that gross oh, to her. So. Believe no it or offense. not, it's happened before. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay, Mark. Yeah, that's how it happened when women, women see my Bumble uh, profile. <laughs> oh. They just start vomiting. Anyway, no, so, but anyway, yeah, so it's just weird because, yeah... No, I do think of you guys, you and my brother, because you you both work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, people when they realize that it's like that I'm his brother, they'll be like, "We listen to him every morning." Yeah, you know. So, anyway, yeah, but that's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, keep going. I want to hear more about. Oh, it. but anyway, um, uh, like I say, I've got a lot of great memories at the fair. I loved it. Been going there my whole life. And years ago, Mark, there was this movie that actually took place at the Iowa State Fair. I know. You know what it was called. Bridges of Madison County? No, it was called State Fair. Oh, I was wondering. Actually, yeah. when we started this, I was like, isn't there a couple of movies about yep. the Iowa yep. State Fair? Yep, and there was a remake as well. So there's an OG movie and a remake. When was the remake made? I like It was like 20 or 30 years later. It was a while later. But it's also, they're both musicals. Okay. And um, uh, I've seen both of them. The original one's a little bit better. The remake's actually pretty solid, too. I've never seen it. They're uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Yeah. If you know those guys, they yeah, r- wrote a lot of good musicals, and um, it's not their most famous one, but but it's 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 cool that it takes place in Iowa, you know. Yeah. And they they name drop the Iowa State Fair and everything. That's kind of a fun movie, and um, I always thought, you know what? There's not enough movies to take place in Iowa and the Iowa State Fair, so uh, we need three more. Whoa, what? Yeah. So this is ambitious. Well, you told well, me this was going to be ambitious. Here's the thing, Mark. I'm only going to pitch one movie for the Iowa, my Iowa State Fair trilogy today. I might do a, the other two down the road because I don't have those ideas fleshed out yet. Mm-hmm. But the first one, I have a really solid idea. At least I think it's pretty good. And I want these, this trilogy to be like the Cornetto trilogy where it's connected, but the movies don't really have anything to do with each other. Like very literal. Like not, yeah, like Easter eggs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? Not like, yeah. They all take place at the fair, though. That's okay. the thing. So that's kind of the fun thing about it. So... Um, this is my one idea that I have so far for this kind of fun trilogy. So, uh, I think this is the best idea I've had, too. I want it to be a horror movie that takes place at the fair. Now, Mark, as an Iowan, you've gone to the fair every year, I'm sure, like me, probably. No. You don't? No, I didn't. I don't really care for the fair. You don't? Oh, but but you know the basics of it, Well, yeah, I've been to... Oh, okay. Real... (laughs) I... You're you're an out of towner, yeah. So the fair means something different to you, yeah. To me, growing up, what the fair meant was high school or school is starting. That's true. That's a good. So point. I never. I was yeah. always mad because it's like, oh, crap, it's coming that back. Means school's on its way. Yeah, it is a uh, bad reminder. Yeah. So, and then growing, it's just, uh, it's just expensive, and it's just. Uh, I I've grown to appreciate it more now that I'm older. Mm-hmm. I, I I I think I was also in that phase where it's like oh people like the fair i'm not that's not cool <laughs> so i mean i wonder if i had a little bit of that uh-huh. but anyway uh no i don't go everywhere there's many years where i, I probably I, I haven't gone many times oh no mark that's okay I'm just <laughs> yeah but but um for uh but but you probably heard of the butter cow though right of course i heard okay of the okay cow. the butter cow is very central to this story. so if you don't know what that is uh, are you going to explain it? Or you want me yeah, to? I, I got to. I, I okay, okay. Uh, if you want to explain it too. Well, no, if it's part of your pitch, oh, yeah, I didn't it, know if you were going to. It kind of is. So every year they do this butter, these butter sculptures, and there's a few different ones every year. There's like a Superman one time. They had, they did the Star Trek yeah, cast one Star year. Yeah, Star Trek. Yep. Kirk's from Iowa. Yep. But the butter cow one is always there. It's consistent. The yes. fair is kind of famous for it. Every year we have a cow literally made out of butter. Yeah, it's cool. And it's in this giant, like, fridge thing. You can look through glass and see there's a huge line to it every year, too. Yeah, that's true. It, it's This cool. is what the Iowa State Fair is. This it, is one of the reasons I don't go over here. It, it's I don't know how lines. bad I need to see a butter cow every year. Mark, yeah, so Mark, Mark brings up a point. If you've seen it, you've, you probably have seen it, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's fun. It's cool tradition. And every year they actually construct a new butter cow. You know, it's not the same one every year. It, so they remake it each year. What do they do with all the butter? I don't know. That's a good question. We need a big biscuit cow. That would, that would be good. <laughs> they eat the biscuit cow. Yeah. Oh man, I would love that. But in my movie, it starts out with a flashback of a character, the main character, 
who's going to be played by Matt Damon. I'm sorry, Mark. I know you hate Matt. No, I said I'm growing a lot. I appreciate him. You like him more now. Yeah. So this is going to be the next movie you like him in. Uh, Matt's character grew up in Iowa, and he's working on an Iowa farm with his grandparents. His grandparents are old-fashioned so much, in fact, they churn butter and milk cows. Matt hates things like this. He hates chores. He just wants to get up and move to the big Wait, city. Wait, how old is this character? He's Matt Damon's age, but this is a flashback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep, this is a flashback to back in time. He's tired of the farm life. He's like, when I grow up, I'm moving out of Iowa. So then we cut to present day, and we cut to a butter factory where a serial killer runs into the, the into the factory while the cops are chasing him. He thinks he gets away, but then he slips on the butter, and then he goes into a machine and gets churned into the butter, and it kills him. Whoa. I know. And since this was late at night, no one noticed, and he became part of the butter mark. Killer butter. Oh, man. Yep. Whoa. So, thankfully, or maybe unthankfully, the butter was not eaten by anyone. Instead, it was shipped to the Iowa State Fairgrounds where it was put in stock to be with the butter to create Wouldn't the butter they notice? <laughs> What? <laughs> Mark, they don't notice. It's, it's, it's They don't notice there's a lot of hair and teeth oh, and bones. Oh, it grinds and... stuff up good. You gotta, gotta get that, that butter that smooth. very slow-turning yeah. churn. Yeah. <laughs> it was overnight, Mark. When they, I guess he was in there for a while. Yeah, they they changed. It didn't it change the color of the butter. Nope, not, not in my story. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, that sounds feasible for a movie. It is, but we, <laughs> we we then get a sequence where the butter cow is being made. You know, it goes as normal. It's very whimsical, but as they put the cow into its glass enclosure and the lights shut off before uh, you know the fair. We see the co- the cow's eyes start to dart a little bit between like side to side. Whoa! Yeah, he's giving creepy looks. We then cut to an adult Matt Damon. For the first time, Matt's taking his family camping back to Iowa, and they're going to the Iowa State Fair. Okay, so just to, if you are listening and don't know, there is a big campgrounds yeah set up to, and many people will park a trailer. Park an RV there, mm-hmm. and they will live in those every day, and then just walk to the fair, do what they want, walk back. It's a big deal, and I have uh, a couple friends that just love it. And those those spots are hot commodities too. Are they? They're hard to get. Like, do I you hear, buy them or rent them? I, I hear sometimes you have to inherit them, which wow. is nuts. Yeah, so that's the thing with that. So if you're wondering about the camping thing, if you're not from uh, Iowa, there is a large area where people literally camp camp out next to the Iowa State Fair uh-huh. and then they can just ride I think they, there's even like there's a, a tram yep. yeah there's a tram that will pick them up and they can you know walk the fair and they stay there and enjoy the whole week so it's yeah. like if you are somebody like Jacob or uh, Eddie uh, who used to he loved the fair uh, my sister-in-law loves the fair so I mean people love the like People freaking love the fair. I can't stress that enough. So it's like a cool Iowa tradition. It, it is. You're like, either just, in it or you're not. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it that much. I can go for a day, but um, anyway, okay. So, but but um, uh, anyway, so they um, for the first time he's taking his family camping, and they're gonna do the Iowa State Fair. First time he's been back in Iowa for a long time. Uh, he moved away to the Northeast, where he invested in apples and zoos. So it's been a been a while since matt damon's been around so he's rich yeah he does all right mark yeah yeah i mean if, yeah apple yeah. money unless yeah, he's like money. just now how about them apples <laughs> that's what he says that's his company name that's a good name <laughs> so matt, matt matt takes his whole family around the fair kind of dragging them to all the spots for the perfect fair vacation his wife who's played by emily blunt and his kids are really bored. You can tell I just watched Oppenheimer because I put two cast members in it. That's from it. But they're really bored and they're kind of annoyed by Matt Damon's excitement. You know, the fair. Oh, so he likes it. He's kind of happy to be back in Iowa. He's getting some nostalgia now, you know. I hated it as a kid, but, you know, he's getting back to that. You also run into everybody you knew in high school. <laughs> it does happen a lot. Yeah, actually. so I imagine he's going to see weird that it. happens to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, that's like a lot of just... Uh, high school reunions just take place at the Iowa State Fair. It's like, let's just, we're all going to be there anyway. It's true, Mark. It's funny that's a thing. Like, Yeah. <laughs> so, this is kind of like the typical like vacation type movie. He drags his family there. And his family's like, we got ten more days of this? We, we can't do this. Yeah. You know, and they're annoyed. 
But that night, when things kind of settled down at the fair, a security guard is walking through the building where the butter cow is stored. The Uh-oh. guard notices that the cow is not in the enclosure. He assumes maybe they moved it in the back, but then the cow just... But then this is where it gets crazy, Mark. The cow sneaks up on him, and it startles him and chases him throughout the building. And if you didn't know, in the same building where the butter cow is, there's actually a bee exhibit in the building. The cow, is there? Ch- yeah, there is. It's upstairs. They, 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 like the Iowa beekeepers are up there, and they keep they are, they're actual bees too. It's not just the beekeepers. So the cow chases him up there into the bees. And then they sting him so bad it distracts him, and the cow then devours him and returns back to his butter cow spot. Oh, so he eats people. He does, yeah. Okay, I like this. Okay. Yeah. The next day, news gets passed around the fairgrounds that the security guard went missing, and no one really knows what happened. Because, I mean... So he ate everything. He ate oh, he just like... He ate his... Just they didn't picture, leave any blood? Nope. Just picture, like, butter going around somebody, like, engulfing somebody. Oh, so like a blob. Yeah, exactly. So he's not yeah. eating out of the mouth of the cow. No. Oh, I mean, he okay. does use his mouth to swallow, but that's all he does. He kind of just... Oh, I like that. Yeah. Does he leave, like, any traces of butter on the ground? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Okay. Maybe yep. okay. Okay. Yeah, that'll come back. So, uh, the next day, like I say, news goes around, and Matt's family... And uh, Matt continue to have attention as Matt tries to convince them things will be fun. They just need to lighten up, and they kind of all go their separate ways. That night, the cow strikes again. This time, chasing a drunk concert goer late at night, and who got locked in? <laughs> Did he get locked in? That yeah, was one year. Really? Yeah. Like they closed the gates, and we were like still walking through. Oh, and oh, I like that idea more. Okay. That, that's that. I'm gonna put that in. Yeah, he got locked in. He's running away, and just like his first victim, the cow absorbs this victim, like into his butter. Whoa! And, and here's the thing, Mark: the cow becomes stronger and gets a little bigger. Do people notice it's getting bigger? A little bit. Okay. Little by little. So the butter cow also breaks into the cattle barn this night and frees all the cattle, setting them loose across the fairgrounds. And this, of course, causes chaos for the next day. The cows, um, the cow wanted to try and stay hidden, but it knew its time was coming to break out when people were out and about more. So it could devour more people and become more powerful. The most powerful butter cow ever. So, Saturday evening was coming. And, of course, if you know the weekends on the fair, that's always the busiest time. Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah. Well, Friday night's east side night, but yeah. That's true. Yeah, first Friday night. <laughs> yeah, uh, the butter cow, butter cow would probably stay in the... Yeah. He's like, I'm not dealing with that tonight. <laughs> like, I, might, I might go out and murder and kill people, but I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. The next day, the next day um, Matt hits the fair early to try and enjoy some of his vacation on his own, even though his family has other ideas. Matt notices all the cows out of the enclosures and people trying to you know, wrangle them up. Even though he hates farm chores, he helps the cow uh, the cow showers get their cattle, and it takes all morning. But they end up getting them, you know, back to where they need to go in their barns. And he noticed some of the cows have like a butter residue on it. Oh, oh I know he's leaving behind traces now, Mark, or she is, I guess, because the well, even though the, the killer that got engulfed was a guy. The guy, you know, we don't know their pronouns. Yeah, it's know, fine. The cat, the butter cow. Matt was puzzled, but he decides to continue walking through the fairgrounds. And then he comes across the butter cow again. He looks at the cow in its enclosure, and he notices the cow's eye twitch, which kind of, you know, makes Matt Damon think, oh, that's kind of weird. Why is its eye twitched? And it kind of sticks with him the rest of the day. Then that evening, Matt and his wife and his kids go out on a night on the town on the Midway. You know, they all kind of split up, do their own thing on the midway. It's Saturday night. It's an awesome Double time. Ferris wheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing was my favorite. So, Matt and Emily uh, split up from the kids, and they go into Ye Old Mill. And if you don't know what Ye Old Mill is, it's like this big tunnel, boat tunnel that you ride on. And it's like really dark. It's like the tunnel of love. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's that's perfect, Mark. Yeah. But it's just like, is it like Iowa, historical Iowa stuff? Yeah. It's just yep. a very it's very old boat ride. Yeah. I think somebody got stabbed on it one year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think so. Well, uh, Matt and Emily aren't going in there to get stabbed. But but, <laughs> but they're going in there. As, <laughs> That's as, not why they went there? No, they didn't, oh, okay. Mark. 
Yeah, they're going in there because they're a middle-aged couple, and they're just yeah, that makes sense. having a good time. But as Matt and Emily are in the darkness of Ye Old Mill, they begin talking with another. Matt apologizes for bringing them to the silly nostalgia trip. It was all a dumb idea. Emily assures him that the kids will come around. When, but when you're their age, those kind of things just take a little time. And then, all of a sudden, the two hear crashing coming from outside. And then the mad butter cow bursts through the walls of the boat ride. And it'd be like a big jump scare because it's all in the dark all of a sudden. Yeah. Then not. Matt and Emily's boat gets broken down, separating the two. Emily's uh, boat floats down the stream and she's on what's left of the broken boat. And Matt hides in the small underwater crevice that's under the boats. The butter cow bites down a couple times and tries to grab Matt Damon. But he misses him. Because he saw him? Yeah. Yeah. He just saw, like, the edge of him. He saw him splash. No, I mean, because he saw his eye twitch. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's going for him. Yeah, he, know, he knows what he knows what he's coming after. Matt is able to get out of the old mill, and he runs outside to find the kids, and he notices they're stuck on the Sky Glider. Whoa. And the Sky Glider's another big fair ride. It's, like, one everything everybody does. It's basically like a big ski lift. Yeah, it's yeah. a ski lift. That's but what they're really colorful. And it's, it's fun. That's, like, one of my favorite things. So, Matt, Matt Damon kind of has an action moment here. He, he's able to climb um, onto the, the, the line which the ski lifts are on. And he goes over the cart. It's not too far away, so they kind of just like taken off, you know, basically off the ski lift. So, they're not super high up, but they're getting there. And he climbs up, and um, he, he's able to, to get on the sky glider with the kids. And, and, and while, I, oh, I forgot this part. He tries to talk to the attendant at first who was running the sky the sky glider mark. Mm-hmm. And he's like, My kids are on there. And he's like, You gotta get them down. And the attendant says, Buddy, we're all on our own right now. And he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I say, Matt's able to climb into the cart with the kids. And he yells at Emily, he's like, You need to get over there and like somehow try to reverse the ride so we can come back down. Emily runs up to the controls, has no idea how to stop what's happened. Just then, the butter cow, now even bigger from eating and absorbing more people that are, you know, walking along the big line. So now it's just going forever. Yeah, it is. It's it's crazy, Mark. It's a mad butter cow. It runs, uh, so um, it's been eating people, and it runs up and charges up the sky glider, hurting, uh, hoping to eat a conveyor belt of people, because this would be perfect for So does it... Does it stay in the butter cow form, or does it, like, kind of move like a blob? Oh, no, it stays as a cow mark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big cow. Okay, yes. <laughs> it's like the Meg. He then... He, <laughs> the butter Meg. It is, yep. Oh, they should do a butter shark. Okay. Oh, they should. That's a good idea. That'd butter be tough ja- with butter, all the Butter Jaws with Robert Shog and Nate. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> but anyway, um... While the butter cow's going for this uh, sky glider, he knocks down Matt and his kids. Thankfully, they're able to crouch down in the glider before this happens, and they hit a ticket booth that breaks their landing. Oh, good. And then the cow, getting ready to chomp down on Matt and his kids, he's distracted by Emily, who throws a corn dog at the cow, and it hits him. And then the cow turns around and chomps down on Emily and, uh, you know, blobs her up too. Matt yells out no in agony. He's very upset. So are the kids. But he knows he's got to do something to stop this monster. He then tells his kids, I regret bringing us home. It's just messed up everything. But we got to melt this butter cow now. He then jumps on a horse that is nearby. Because sometimes they're just random Yeah, there are horses. Yes, this is very Iowa State Fair. (laughs) And, uh... You know, he does the thing where it, like, gets up like a horse. <laughs> what is that thing when the horse, like, does a wheelie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not called a wheelie. It, it whinnies, you know. And it stands on its two legs. Rearing up on its hind legs. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. <laughs> it does a wheelie. <laughs> it does a wheelie. He rides, um, he rides the horse to where they sell hot tubs. In the fair, and he gets the 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 the, the butter cow to uh, follow him. Now I should probably explain this for non-Iowans. They have like this huge place where they sell hot tubs at the Iowa State Fair. Mm-hmm. It, it's like this big thing outside a building, and they they have all these hot tubs and pools on display, and you can buy them. 
But anyway, he um, he gets the cow's attention, and he's able to bring the cow over to these hot tubs, and he runs in between them, and the cow steps in the hot tubs because it's so big. Butter begins to melt, mm-hmm. and the cow melts from the bottom up. You know, okay. so it's like falling down, and butter's falling everywhere. It's flooding into uh, you know the sidewalks and stuff, and it's just it's crazy. And here's the cool part, Mark. Mm-hmm. As the butter melts, the victims are revealed. They were inside the butter cow the whole time, and they're able to come out. Oh, they're Matt, alive! Yeah, Matt and Emily were reunited. Matt was worried the vacation would not be memorable, but it ended up being one of the most memorable ever. Yeah, that you're going to need therapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I have some pointers. Okay, Mark. I have some notes. Yeah. First off, I like the idea of them camping there. Yeah. I think if you're going to do this, you need to do something with them being trapped there at night with it. Oh, yeah. Because there needs to a be a Jurassic scene where they Park. can't get out. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they're they're on the campground. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, do they lock the campground doors? Like, can they leave at night? I don't know. I don't know. I imagine you could. I you would, can change it for the movie, too. <laughs> well, that'd be, I would think they wouldn't in case of an emergency. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like, it's... That to me, I would think about. I would add something oh. like that, or it's like if they're there through the night when mm-hmm. the when the you know that could something could happen. Definitely, you could maybe have like uh, some drunk people walk away from the campgrounds, getting too close, and the butter cow like goes oh. through the fence and grabs them. And, <laughs> That'd be cool. Butter um, Meg. Another thing I would add uh-huh. is you didn't bring up the free stages, so you oh, could right. you could have a. Uh, you could introduce uh, uh, you oh. could have a cameo of a like a, uh, a band or something that's performing on a free stage like lit the band yeah lit I saw Eve six there one year really do you remember when I think was it Vanilla Ice and uh, was it Tone Loke I think one so, year it was yeah. like so packed that uh-huh. like we couldn't even get near they get like, some big acts for those yeah I mean this year uh, Asleep at the Wheel is gonna mm-hmm. be there um, Great White yeah. There's some, you know, so I think you would need, there's a Tom Petty tri- uh, cover band, which oh. I actually probably go to the fair to see that. I think you need to, you need to have them performing one night, oh, maybe when this good. is happening. Uh, oh. We need to think of a celebrity that would be on that level, that would be, you know. It could the, be uh, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vanilla Ice is performing at the Iowa State Fair, and maybe he has to fight off the butter cow, maybe mm-hmm. the butter cow absorbs him. <laughs> That'd be funny. My last note, yeah, is when she throws the corn dog, uh-uh. she has to say something cool. Oh yeah, like an action phrase. So she's gonna say, "You butter not hurt my family." <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That'd be good, Mark. You butter not do it. We need more butter puns. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think of any. You butter run yeah. now. <laughs> you butter run. <laughs> Maybe they could, like, somebody has a sword. Oh. Maybe they sell swords, like, in one of the um, vendor expo areas. Somebody has a sword shop. Yeah. And they could go, you, you know. know. There are things like that. Yeah, there's always like that. that well, it's, well, it's like, it's like you, I did, I did like that you introduced the hot tubs. Because uh-huh. that is, there's just tons of hot tubs there. For they're all reason. turned on. Well, I think they sell them. But it's yeah. like, yeah, there's, there's like, a lot of, like, expo stuff. There's, uh-huh. there's a lot of, like, shops. Uh, my dad almost bought me an arcade stand-up arcade there one year really yeah it was like right after my mom passed away and he knew i wanted one he was like well i'm just gonna like spend two thousand dollars my dad don't do that like i don't like it was you know he felt bad he was Uh sad he wanted us to be happy yeah uh he was working through grief but i was like don't buy a two thousand dollar arcade machine for me those things are tempting every time i I know well my thing is like if i'm gonna get like that i want to make sure i have all the games i want it didn't have all of them uh but anyway that, oh, I do have some other notes. You need to... You didn't incorporate the big slide. Oh, I didn't. No. You didn't incorporate that Indiana Jones play that in the Midway thing. Yeah. Where you, that was always a big thing for me. That thing was cool. Is it still there? I, think I it's don't know. Changed. I think they've changed I, it. I, I think it's the, the same Midway's thing. changed a lot over the years. Um, you didn't have the high and dry dunk tank clowns. <laughs> That's true, Mark. Um, what else were we missing? Um, There's a lot of Iowa State Fair stuff that's... You, you got some of it, but I think you got to get more I can do more, yeah. Yeah, I think you really got to think it. Or maybe you're saving those for the other part of the trilogy. I could. Uh, maybe I mean, I, I, am I ruining your trilogy? No. 
Do you remember uh, uh, this? There's that area where they have like a. It's like a building with a glass wall. Uh huh. And then they milk cows. Like oh yeah. Street. And I've been I remember there. I went there with my friends one year, and uh, <laughs> we watched a cow get milked for probably forty five minutes. I don't know if we were drunk. We may have been drunk. Really. Why would you watch a cow getting milked that long? But it was just like, we just sat there and watched, like, just standing there. So, that has to be incorporated somewhere. Oh, Mark, the Snakes building? Snakes yes, Alive? Yes, Snakes Alive. You that know, was always a big one. You know who could be the guy managing it? Who? Harrison Ford. Oh, he would hate I, Wouldn't it be funny, though? Everybody that goes, he's like, hey, don't go in. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, at that point, you guys will love each other. You can get a cameo. Yeah. Like, I'm not going in there. Yeah. I'm not doing it. He's like some kid's grandpa. Yeah. Uh, These guys. Great Grandpa Jones. These snakes are bad. (laughs) I hate them, Jock. I hate them. But, I mean, yeah, I would, uh, overall, I would say, you didn't bring up the bud tent. Oh, right. You didn't bring up the the old-timey area where all the kids, that's where all the (laughs) That's true. Early. With all the wooden stuff and things. Yeah, Yeah. like the guy who sounds like Wolfman Jack talks. (laughs) Uh... That being said, uh, I loved it. Oh, thanks, Mark. I loved it, and I'll definitely agree with Oh, thanks. I figured you might like it, because we love our killer animal movies. We did. Well, this is a killer animal monster butter? Yep. Never have I seen a killer butter movie. I haven't either. Uh, and I like the fact that you... You butter watch out. <laughs> that could be on the poster. That's going to be on the poster. Yep. Um, we should start doing that. <laughs> we have to come up with taglines. Anyway, I loved it. Great movie. Oh, thanks, I Mark. definitely greenlight it. Um, real quick, before I wrap things up, let's wrap things up uh, here. Jacob, what's our podcast, or what's the Instagram? Pitch Intense Pod. All one word. And if they At want... Instagram. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I like it. It was your radio voice. Yeah, it is. If they want to hear your uh, review, you're going to do Meg 2, because you're going with me. Meg 2, yep. they want to hear it. First in line, sponsored by Vinyl Cup Records. You can get that wherever you get your pods. And before we wrap up, we're going to wrap up right now. Uh-huh. What is your favorite food to eat at the fair? Oh, that's tough, Mark. I'm going to go with something kind of unique, though. I love a few different things, but there's these things called crab fritters they have there. I've never had They're that delicious. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. They're like these big balls, and they're kind of like crab cakes, but in that form, you know. A and ball. They're, they're, yeah, they're amazing. Crab fritters. You should try them. I think you'd like them. Let's check them out. Yeah. I don't like crab. Oh, then maybe sorry. Yeah, I don't mind. think I would like it. Well, wait, what's your favorite, Mark? Uh, every year I make a beeline for the uh, Cajun chicken on a stick. Oh, that's good too. And even years yeah. I didn't go, uh-huh. my mom would make a point to uh, bring me one. Oh, really? Yeah. So she would always say it wasn't. It was like cold at that point. Uh-huh. Like they, it wasn't crispy. It was like kind of soggy. So it was still very good. I actually like a couple times. I've ate those with your brother. Just I love working them. at the fair. They, it was they're weird. so good. Because the first time I had Chick Fil A, because Chick Fil A didn't come to town until a couple of years ago. Uh huh. The first time I had Chick Fil A, I thought um, I was like I could not place what that reminded me to taste uh-huh. of. It took a lot. It was like it's a Cajun chicken on a stick. It is very much like that, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. The spicy one doesn't taste, which you think it would, but I guess it's not Cajun. But yeah, if they ever did a Cajun. Chick-fil-A sandwich, it would be just like that. It would. Yeah, I agree, Mark. But anyway, that was a great one. I I love it. I greenlit it, and I'm very excited for your trilogy. Uh, And I hope you have a great fair. Are we, Mark, a fair fair? It would, yes. And just so you are in the radio business, Uh so uh, it's going to be difficult for you to get over here as often. I might be able to. We'll just might have to change the day or something. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, just keep in mind, uh, the week of, what days are the fair this year? It's August 10th, 12th? 10th through the 20th, I find. Yeah, yeah. so the week of August 10th through 20th, uh, we may be a little behind on getting podcasts out just because of Jacob's schedule. Because he's a diva. And he, yeah, he's a celebrity. Oh. He he's, doesn't act like he is. He doesn't want to be a celebrity, but he clearly is. Anyway, uh, so just a heads up on that, but we'll definitely get that out. Yeah. I'm excited. I really love it. I'm excited for your trilogy. Oh, thanks, Very Mark. ambitious. I like that first one. I want to know what the other tones of the other one are. Are they going to all be horror movies? What going to be a comedy? Is what going to be a romantic comedy? Oh, they're going to be different, Mark. Is what going to be about Clint Eastwood coming to down and seducing a guy's wife while well, they're away? Well, he's a photographer. Is that what it was? I, I haven't seen the movie. I think so. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> uh, but anyway... 
Very, actually, real quick, I will tell you a story. Uh, I used to know a guy, his name was Scout. Uh-huh. We did stand-up comedy together, and he told me, because Clint Eastwood stayed in town, they filmed Bridge of the Madison County in Iowa. Yeah, yep. Uh, Des Moines. I don't know if they filmed in Des Moines, but they filmed the They Iowa. filmed the winter set. Yeah, yeah they yep. filmed around here. Uh, and he was saying one night he was walking through Hy-Vee, and he turned a corner, and going down like the freezer section, heading his way... Was Mr. Clint Eastwood? Whoa! Yeah, he was like, he was like, looked at him, he was like, whoa! He was like, hello! And then like Clint Eastwood looked at him, he was like, how you doing? And just kept moving on. Whoa! Yeah, that's which, awesome. man! Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy? That'd be nuts. Would that be, you were walking out of the high V tonight and you just run into your hero, Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood's there. How you doing? How you doing? That's how people feel when they <laughs> run into Jacob Beals at the Iowa State Fair. I'm gonna say it like Clint. How you doing? I'm the governor, and I orchestrate my own music. And Make my yeah, day. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, share with your friends. Let's get to that golden podcast pitch. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone.